Hey there, the Small Steps Living podcast is now an audio version of Small Steps TV. You can check out Small Steps TV on YouTube, my Facebook page, and of course, the smallstepsliving.com website. But you know, some of us don't have time to watch. So here is your chance to listen to the latest episode of Small Steps TV. Enjoy. Welcome to Small Steps Living, the The podcast. podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Cordaff, bringing you inspiring stories to help you transform your life one small step at a time. Here at Small Steps Living, we're keeping it real. Kick back and And enjoy enjoy the show. show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to tonight. I am sorry I am a few minutes late and I'm just going to... Go live on Instagram as well. Hello, Instagram. It is Wednesday night and it is episode four of the Stories That Keep You Stuck series. So I hope you guys have been enjoying it so far. As you come on, say hello. Let me know that you're here. I would love to um, know if you're around. Hey, Lisa, thanks for coming tonight. This is actually the culmination episode. So this is, hey, Jane, uh, this is the past four weeks have been kind of, I guess, leading up to this. We have been talking stories that keep you stuck and tonight is a really, really big one that I see women diving into all the time. So if you're coming in, say hello. Um, Hey, Michelle. Uh, And um, we're going to be diving deep. As people arrive, I just wanted to share with you, if you've only just joined this episode, uh, we started off talking about stories in general. So what are stories? And the fact that most of us are making decisions about our lives (laughs) on things that are completely made up and fabricated in our head. So once I realized that my life was just sort of, you know, it was me interpreting things, creating stories in my head about them, taking them on as truth and, you know, beliefs, And working from a place that, you know, this is true, these are my circumstances, so therefore, you know, this is it, is it? And, uh, like, it's not even real. And so we, we start moving ahead with our life based on these stories that are often created when we're children and we just never notice them for what they are and let them go. Hey, Julie, Davina, Maria. Hey, Prue. Um, it's so nice to see you. Just a Melbourne mummy over there on Instagram. Thanks for joining you guys. So then in the second week, we talked about the story and we really broke down the fact that um, I've got no time is actually a completely made up story once again. So I did a little live on here and then I shared with you the interview with Jim Fortin who just really busted that whole time thing. If you've missed any of these, you can go back to smallstepsliving.com and listen to the episodes. Just head to the blog tab and you'll see the TV stuff. And uh, we've also popped it on the Small Steps Living podcast. So if you've missed any anything you can go and listen to it that gym episode I mean it's a cracker 
It is a crack at episode two. So go and listen to it. And then the um, and then last week we talked about what actually happens when you start busting through your stuff and you feel people around you sort of change a little bit because it's really, really triggering when people start to change. It's really, I have found it in my own life that people kind of like to know, hey, Aisha, um, people really like to know um, who you are and you can just like stay in that box, please, because if we start to grow and evolve and change and start to ditch our stories and live a life that actually starts to feel good to us, it's actually really threatening to people around us. So episode three, we dived into all of that and why we shouldn't let other people's stories about you impact you just kicking us. So this week, this final episode, we're going to be talking about the story of it's not possible for me. And I know that you know this story. I know that you um, you can maybe have a vision or a little dream or be working towards something and then you just kind of, you know, you tell yourself all the reasons why it's not actually possible for you to do those things. And I know, you, I know this because it happens to me all the time. And, um, hey, Lisa, and it's, and it's frustrating, right? We feel like these big, huge balls of potential and yet we sabotage that potential. And what I'm going to do with you in this episode is I'm going to take you through the process that happens in my head to see if it's similar with you and now how I actually pull myself out of that. So you will be left feeling by the end of this, maybe that anything is possible. Like, spoiler, it actually is. Okay, so here's what happens. So uh, when we're, so, okay, let's just say, hey, Marin, hey, Megan, good to see you guys here. Um, we're diving into the story that it's not possible for me. So, okay, like we, we have these dreams, we have these visions. It, it could be, it could be absolutely anything, but let's just say maybe it's something to do with the work that you do, um, a type of job you want or a career you want. Um, you know, if you run your own thing, maybe it's a, a particular vision that you've got that you want to bring to life and create for yourself, right? So you've got this kind of vision. And, uh, and, what I what ends up happening is I'm like, you know, like if Elon Musk, hey, Leisha, if Elon Musk can do blah, 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 if, you know, Jenny from the block can do blah, 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 if, you know, um, I think about all the amazing things, all the amazing firsts that have happened in the world. I think about all the people pushing boundaries. I think about, like, I just go into, you know, this world of, like, look, look what she did or look what he did. And if it's possible for them, surely, you know, anything is possible, it's possible for me. And I'm all the good vibes and and it's all it's all happening. Like, Lisa is totally in her zone, right? And then something happens. And I just want you to see if you resonate with any of these because my it's not possible, Lisa, kind of just comes on in. And she says things like, and I've written them down, uh, 
I'm not smart enough. Nope. I mean, I could do it, but I'm not smart enough. Uh, I'm not attractive enough. Like, you know, why Why would I do that now? I'm turning 40 next year, so miss the boat there. Um, I'm not committed enough. You know, it, that's for people who really are good at following through or something. I'm not organised enough. Hey, Tammy, uh, I'm not organised enough. You know, I just, I dropped the ball. I couldn't manage a project like that. I couldn't ever, you know... I could never get the study done to be able to do the things. Or, well, you know, I'm not qualified enough. So this is, if you've just joined, we're just talking about all of the stories that come up that we tell ourselves about what, about why something isn't possible for us. And then it's all the, like, don't have enough money. You know, if I could afford it, I don't have enough time. It's not possible for someone like me, like who grew up where I grew up, or it's not someone like me with my education. So these are all stories. Like this is all the stuff that starts to go on in my head. And I and give me a like or a high five or something if you can resonate with that. If you've kind of if you've had a bit of a dream, you know, there's something tinkering away at you, you know, just sort of nudges you every now and again. It might even just be that it's possible for things to change. And you come in and tell yourself, um, yes, Kate and Sarah, Kelly, awesome, yes. So over at Instagram, they're all high-fiving. Okay, and now they're coming through on Facebook too. Yes, Janelle. So what happens is that little voice of self-sabotage is just like, no, no, no. <laughs> yes. It's fine for Richard Branson too, or it's fine like for you know Julia Gillard to be the first prime minister. But you know, there's nothing I could add, you know, or not possible, not smart enough, not organized, like all the things. Yeah, Avada and Susan. The other one that definitely has bugged me and has is like in my ear all the time telling me why things aren't possible for me at the moment is the story of, well, not when you've got young kids. Like uh, maybe, maybe, but it's not possible for me because I've got children. Christy, it's already speaking loud to you. Yes, and I can see I keep on kind of freezing on Facebook. So hopefully you guys can hear me okay even if I keep on getting caught in really bad facial expressions, which is what happens when you freeze. So all of those things, not smart enough, not attractive enough, not committed enough, not organised enough, not qualified enough, um, not possible for someone like me, not while I've got young kids, I've got no time. So if you feel the same things, if the same sorts of things um, sound is fine, cool, that's awesome. If those sorts of things come into your head, I want to ask you two big questions, okay? Um, I want to ask you, how does it serve you and that amazing potential of yours and that fabulous dream that is yours and yours alone? How does it serve you thoughts to keep perpetuating these stories? Does it serve you? Is it helping you? Does it get you closer to what you want to, to think all those things? Does it? This is all things you think, Sarah. Yeah. Like, does it actually help you to think those thoughts? I'm not this. I'm not that. Don't have this. Didn't have that. Grew up without that. 
she's got this, too old, blah, 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 all those stories. Is it serving you? And I've got to be honest when I say, hey, Joe, um, I've got to be honest when I say, no, well, no, no. It doesn't help me realise my big visions and and step into the next phase for me. And then I decide to ask myself, and I want you to ask this too, like, who actually told you that all those things were true? Where have you where have you got that from? Where have you got that you're not smart enough? Where at what point is that did that become a truth in your life? Did someone tell you? Did you decide? Did you have an experience where you maybe didn't know something? And that made you think that you're not smart and you've taken that on as a story about why something is not possible for you? How about the not committed enough? You know, this is something that I definitely, I thought I can't start things because I'm not a finisher, not a finisher. So my big dreams aren't possible because I've told myself that I'm not a committed person because maybe I haven't been in the past committed to something in particular. But gee, who made that true? Because there's lots of other things that I am committed to. For example, feeding my children. Like, I do that under duress sometimes and sometimes I wish I didn't have to every meal of the day, but I do it. Oh, so actually I am committed at something and I am following through there. Hmm. Where else? Mm. Okay, well, I actually did complete a double university degree and and then I went ahead and did an honours year as well, committed that didn't finish the PhD. Uh, so is that the story? Did it come from there? Like where did I come from to this whole not committed thing? Is it because I start new routines and then they sort of drop off? Or is it because I quit that damn PhD all those years ago and I called myself a, a quitter and someone who's not committed to following through when it was not the right thing for me? Because can you imagine me being an academic locked up in a room, studying all the time. Now, I love research, but I needed to talk. And as a 22, 23-year-old, you know, what 23-year-old knows all about humanitarian intervention and the rules governing that in sovereign states around the world? I mean, you know, it was a good decision to quit that PhD at that time. But I've created a story for myself that I can never actually finish anything. So I never really tried until all this, and I push up against this all the time. What about the story that you're telling yourself that um, it's not possible for someone like you? So, you know, let's think about, you know, the haves and have not kind of vibe. All human, all capable of so many things. And the world is full of people making things happen against the odds. Really, like we see it all the time. So why would that not be you? Why could you not make something happen? Because you're telling yourself the story that it's not people like you who get whatever it is that you want, whether it be that promotion, whether it be that that dream job, whether it be living where you want to live, whether it be 
you know, a business that actually that feels really good and um, you're not <laughs> busting your balls 24-7 to, to manage. Have you just told yourself a story again that it's not possible for someone like you? Once again, is it serving you telling yourself that? I 100% believe if you were given an idea, like if it comes to you, then it's yours. What would you tell your kids if they're like, Mom, I think I want to, like, go to space? You'd be like, yeah, you can. You can do anything you want. Anything is possible. You can do whatever you want. You would. You'd say that. I know. I think that about my kids. I mean, they're basically amazing and can do anything that they like. So why don't we do that? Why are we locking ourselves down in stories like not smart enough, not attractive enough, not committed enough, not organized enough, not qualified enough, not possible for someone like me, not with kids, have no time? What the f- you guys? All stories, all saying that you, as the person who you are, not quite enough, not enough to have what you want, not enough so nothing is possible for you. Can you see how ridiculous it is when I spell it out like that? Can you actually see that if they're not, if they're not truths, because where have they come from? Alicia's saying here, tell myself I'm a failure for not finishing my degree, but the reason I chose not to go forward with it, it didn't sit with me anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like we're allowed to make decisions. We're allowed to change our mind. We're allowed to take different paths. But if we start to create stories around that, about who we are, that then implies we're just not quite enough to have what it is that we would really like. Can you see how we are limiting ourselves straight up and it's all based on bullshit? Like it's all total crap because it's all stories that we've brought along with us. It's all sitting there in our subconscious sabotaging us, right? Um uh, Christy has just shared, I figured out a story that I have believed forever a couple of weeks ago, a, a work placement. I'm not a confident person. Actually, I am. Not in everything, but for important things in my life at the moment, yes, I am. I figured it out because I said I'm not a confident person in the same sentence as saying that I was confident about something. <laughs> it got me thinking it's a story. Oh, you guys, it's all stories. Um uh, I'm glad you're enjoying it, the tippler and cohort. How <laughs> do you tell it like it is, sister? But this is the thing. What I am seeing right now is a whole generation of women who have taken on board stories about themselves, mostly around the fact that you're not quite good enough to be able to have the things that you want. And it's, and it's, and it's not right. It's all based on stories and interpretations that you have made about yourself that are then determining what comes next. We need to draw a line in the sand around this stuff. And do you know what I also see a huge, huge problem around is that because we have like moved into that martyrdom kind of vibe or everyone else's happiness means that we're happy, blah, blah, blah. None of us have any idea what makes us happy anymore anyway. And so we're kind of directionless. So there's probably some of you sitting here thinking, well, 
I don't have a clear vision. I don't have a big dream. I don't have, like, I'm just desperately trying to survive my days. <laughs> like, who's got time for this? Who's got time to think outside the square? I don't even know what I would want if I had the chance to go for it and if I believed, Lisa, that everything I'm telling myself about why it's not possible for me is a joke that I'm making up in my head, why would, why wouldn't you then just think, okay, it's time for me to focus on me to work out what it is that I want because it is possible because most things are possible. And I'm not saying, you know, like that beautiful Quinton Bryce quote when she said, you know, we can have it all but not all at the same time, you know, which talks to the prioritisation, the thinking about, you know, well, what what do you want right now and how can we make that work as easy as possible? And then, uh, and then actually, um, yes, I don't know what I want. Yes. Okay, so Maren, 100%. I think there's so many um, people who feel exactly the same. Uh, it's also historic and generational, but it's great that times are changing. Yes, right. And we need to recognise that we're women at a particular point in history and we do not need to overwhelm ourselves to chase everything when things feel crazy. But like Maren says, she's just plodding along. So, Maren, that's the exact reason I created Small Steps Back to You, which is my, the, the program that I have um, open right now. We're closing the doors on Friday, actually, because what I can see is that we kind of trip into this world, especially um, if you if you become a mother, you lose kind of touch with yourself and in terms of what you want, uh, <laughs> in terms of what you want, like what you used to want before kids isn't quite um, the same after kids, but then what the hell do you want? And then we've got all these stories layering on like what's the point of even thinking about it when this is my focus right here? And your family absolutely should be a focus and that's absolutely right but not to the detriment of, of you as a human being. And I just see so many women so overwhelmed and, you know, Monday night I did a, a talk inside the Whole Food Collective group, you know, women who are just going to really move through a lot of information really quickly over 21 days awesome uh but you know they'll just they'll trip into overwhelm for sure whenever we're trying to make those changes and then they'll start thinking it's not possible for them to eat whole foods they'll start thinking that this happens in other people's family they'll start thinking that if only I could be more organized they'll start thinking see I'm not a committed person I couldn't follow through and it's because of the way we've set up our lives to have absolutely zero space zero breathing room that we're all stuck spinning our freaking wheels and it doesn't feel good none of us like it but none of us know how to jump off that hamster wheel that's exactly why I created small steps back to you because I want to help women just have a moment to just jump off the hamster wheel have a look at their life knowing that more is possible for them better like more purpose feeling more aligned in their lives creating space for them it's all absolutely possible but you just have to get to a point where you're like, yep, I'm ready. Let's do this thing. And most people don't. Most people sit there just going, I don't know. I'm just going to, 
I'll just wait until something changes in my external world. I'll just wait until I don't have kids at home with me or I'll wait till blah, blah, or when we've got more money or when I get that job or whatever it is and to actually just focus on yourself for a month and just think about what it is that you actually want and start creating a plan to get there. So I know I could do it if I knew what it was. Lisa, you know, the lack of clarity you know, in small steps back to you, my the four-week online program, um, we, well, it's actually five weeks. It it's actually takes you step-by-step. Step. Like, do you know what your values are? Do you know how you want to feel? Do you know, like, what you actually want from this life? All those things, like, what are you actually prioritizing? Are you busy doing stuff that absolutely doesn't matter? And, you know, your energy is not directed where it should be for this next phase of your life. There's all this stuff um, inside this very simple, compact, amazing program. And because here's the thing, I can I, I love showing up here on, on lives. I have loved bringing you the stories that keep you stuck series. Before that, we had the free overwhelm series. And once again, like all this stuff, you can go and listen to it at the Small Steps Living podcast or head to smallstepsliving.com and see all of it. But there's going to be some people who want more, some people who are really ready to commit to themselves. And so I did want to remind you, we are closing the doors on Friday. We have added an extra long payment plan and uh, and you can um, go, I should have probably written it in somewhere. <laughs> Oops, didn't do that. Um, but if anyone wants to write in uh, smallstepsliving.com forward slash back to you, you can go and check it out right now. I know I want to help empower women. I just don't know how or in what way. And Lisa, like, welcome to the world of female entrepreneurship. <laughs> I can't even tell you. I think it was just today that I actually landed on the name of my next phase. The next phase um, TV series the next phase and if you were on live last night it got a little bit funny here last night but people were giving me lots of ideas which really helped and do you know what I had to do Lisa sit with myself sit quietly with myself stop looking around for all the answers I've got them I have them you have the answers for you as well but sometimes we need to be guided sometimes we actually just need to be guided to you know, what is next for us. And I don't know about you, like I say this all the time. Um, I say, uh, oops, um, uh, I say, oh, uh, now I've totally forgotten what I was going to say. What was I even saying? Hang on, just let me write this down here right now um, uh, in case you want to go um and check out the course because the doors are closing and because if you've been liking this stuff, this is like it's on steroids. Um, in uh, in Small Steps Back to You, <sighs> sit down, darling. Maren, Maren has been listening. So what has been happening is, uh, you know, when I did that, Maren, that's amazing that you remember that. Um, I'm not too sure if you guys, if anyone was also watching that, but when I was in San Diego recently and I did a guided meditation with the amazing Emily Ahrens, you should totally go and follow her. She's extraordinary. I don't know what's happening with my hair here. And uh, and the, in the meditation, we went through, we like 
it was just, it was the most beautiful guided meditation. And I ended up on top of a mountain and, uh, and she said, someone's going to come and they've got a message for you, you know, like the, the next step for you in your business or whatever. And it was my granny and she was just saying, sit down, my darling, sit down. And I was like, but granny, I can't like, okay, I'll sit. Now what, what's the next step for me? And it was like, what? And you know what I've been doing since then? I've been getting very quiet. I've been doing what my granny who passed over, you know, when I was nine or something, I've been doing what she told me and I've been just sitting down and getting quiet and we're not very good at doing that, are we? I don't know about you, but I definitely struggle with the whole just just calm down. You've got the answers. If you're confused about what is the next step, you should definitely join Small Steps Back to You. It's all about bringing you clarity on you and then creating steps forward for that. It's an amazing community. We meet live each week for an hour inside a coaching call and I play music. It's a bit dorky. I don't know if you follow me on Insta stories, but last night I was proclaiming my love for the traveling Wilburys. It's real. It's real, that love. Uh, And we do the work together. So what do you do? Just sit there. You know, Tammy, what I've been doing is like creating moments of nothingness. So definitely for all the people doing small steps to tech freedom, like you will totally know the benefits of creating space without your bones. Um, doing that really helps. So waking up in the morning and the first thing that you do, not reaching for your phone, but just lying there and just being with your thoughts and just coming back into your body after being in dream time. And then um, giving myself opportunities. I've been doing lots of walking. Once again, walking without devices and just listening to myself. I sit with notepads. I bought this little book. What if? already graffitied by my children. Thanks, dudes. And I write in this, what if? What if it's all possible? So tonight's episode about, you know, it's not possible, I've just shifted into thinking anything's fucking possible, (laughs) anything. And so what if it really is? What would that mean? What would I need to do? Who do I need to be in order to make that real. Take what you think is impossible and make it real. Sit with yourself and think about who you need to be to make that happen. That's where you start, Tammy. Sit, get get a little notebook. I should really create some notebooks. I love creating stationery. I do. Uh, but, um, but that's what I do. So I actually couldn't find my phone earlier, laughed and didn't panic. Maria. Graduating class of small steps to tech freedom. (laughs) Um, Okay, so I didn't want to take up too much of your time last night. I wanted to walk you through simple questions you could ask yourself when you feel like something's not possible for you. Um, Love the talky, love small steps back to you. Lots of amazing things have fallen into place since doing that and really enjoying my life and my family. Oh my gosh, Alicia, like it's actually possible to enjoy life. This is the thing. This is the actual thing. 
And um, for all those people who were on um, live last night helping me with the names of the TV show, I think, do you want me to? No, I shouldn't. No, I won't tell you. I was actually going to tell you and then I just thought to myself no Lisa don't jump the gun what was last night I've been going live every night Nikki this week when I open the doors to small steps back to you I kind of get the feeling like no one knows what it is um so I send like emails to people on my email list to try to explain what it is and answer all the questions but over here on Facebook I'm like "Mm, does anyone actually know what this course is all about so tomorrow night I might even take you I might even go live and just show you inside the course so you can actually see what you get access to I think some people really like that but last night I went on to talk about I was talking about Nick and I triggering each other so my husband and I just like triggering the poop yeah around each other like I've been triggered we call it like being trigger happy which makes it sound like you know guns or something but it's not you know what I'm saying when I say I'm triggered and so much of it was my my like it's just it's me not being in in a good headspace so I was just talking through last night about what we do when we when we both find ourselves in that place like he's banging up against me I'm not banging banging (laughs) but you know what I mean (laughs) oh my god Lisa stop um so let's not talk about banging um I so yeah last night it just got kind of a little bit funny I was post Pilates like I don't know if anyone else has like a bit of a a post exercise kind of down high like you're so lethargic and I was so spent that things got a little bit funny and weird. So you can go back and um, and see that. Oh, Maria, that is the loveliest thing. Yes, back to you is great. And it can offer really big transformations if you're ready for it. If you're ready to ditch your stories, if you're especially the story about overwhelm and that this is the way life needs to be for you, Come and join the program. I promise you that you will be taken through it. Now, I have added four. I've basically I've upgraded a lot of the course, and I've added four new next level trainings. So for Maria, for Tammy, for um, Alicia, you guys, um, I have added some trainings for you. So a new one will drop each week as the other two modules drop. So um, this is just based on some of the stuff, some of the stuff that I've been learning with Jim Fortin, who we interviewed in episode two of this series and things that I've been applying to my life. So uh, everything that I teach is stuff that I've tried and that's made a difference for me. And it's making a difference in what has been, you know, to be totally honest, probably the roughest 18 months of my life. So yes, Maria, some cool new stuff for you. We are kicking off again on Monday. Doors close Friday, which is my birthday, and I'm turning 39. And I'll, you know, I'll probably be live then just because I have no life. Um, no, I do. I actually really do. Um, so yeah, I I would love to invite as many as you as is interested into the program. Uh, done this before, only got halfway through. Your life has changed once I applied your ideas to my life. That is awesome, little learning adventures. I will see you back in the next round of Back to You so you get lifetime access to it anytime I upgrade it. 
um, you get all those little nuggets. And, um, yeah, it's really exciting. So spread the word. If you've done um, Back to You before and you know any friends or family who need this kind of thing, so it's really for women. It's not for everyone. Some people are quite okay with just continuing on with where they're at, but there comes a time and these people tend to join the program where women are like, okay, I'm ready. My brain is fried. I am so overwhelmed. I don't even know like who I am anymore. They're the, they're the people who jump into the program. Yes, in this one life. Um, seriously, life-changing little learning adventures is saying. So, um, I mean, I can't, I can't share it. If you head to the page, smallstepsliving.com forward slash back to you, you'll see a lot of um, testimonials from people who've been through the program. Thanks, Alicia. I think I can justify the cost as a birthday present to yourself, 36 in two weeks. Marin, let's just have a birthday party for you in two weeks, totally inside. You will love the program. Thank you. Um, looking forward to going through it a third time. Got more out of it second time round. and sure you'll learn more ag again. Lorena, I love having you as part of the Small Steps community. You're just the best and you show up and you do the work and you get the results. Like this is the thing, you guys. You can ditch every single story that you've ever told yourself about yourself as soon as you enter this program. We'll be busting through stuff left, right and centre and you will know yourself so much better and you'll actually have a little toolbox of exercises. It's like um, every module there's a, so I've updated all of the written descriptions. There's a short video from me, all very short, all designed to be able to be, you know, watched in like five-minute bursts because I know we're all real. We're all, you know, there is still a lot going on. And then there's a worksheet. So these worksheets you can download and keep. You can laminate them and rework them as many times as you want. It doesn't, it, you, you do with them what you want, but it what they are a little, it's like a little creating a little toolkit for your life to bust yourself out of stuff when you find things there. And a lot of the concepts are so, so, so simple that you'll never forget them. And you'll just keep coming back to them. So easy to digest, but big life impact. Thanks, Little Learning Adventures on Insta. Excited to do it again too. Moving house tomorrow. And we'll be amazing this time around. Yes. Did I see you have your last meal in that house, Alicia, this morning? I think I was flicking through the membership. Um, uh, hey, Lisa, have you got any advice on how to stop rushing through the day? I want to believe that it is possible for me, but I find I really struggle with this. Yeah. So, Tammy, with that, uh, there are absolutely days that are still jam-packed around here and there are still times when I'm uh, rushing to get the kids into the car. But when I took responsibility for the fact that I was rushing and thought, okay, this is no one else's problem to solve except for, for me. It just made me start thinking about how I was, how I was like being throughout the day, what, what I was doing as well. So it's like that um, if, it's, if, if I'm not prepared to rush anymore and no one else is making me rush, I'm rushing because, you know, I, I always get grumpy at myself because the days when um, we're rushing are days when maybe, you know, I had to wash my hair, oh, look, first of all problems, and 
and I come downstairs, the kids are like just opening stuff left, right and centre, trying to get themselves some breakfast. And then I realised that the uniforms were put in the wash the night before and we don't have a dryer, so I'm drying them on the heaters and then I'm drying them with hair dryers. And like, you know, what? Like that was all that was all me and Nick. Like, you know, we share the load. But sometimes when that communication hasn't happened, uh, then things are just kind of things just start getting crazy. So it was the thought that if this is happening, it's happening like on my watch. So it just made me look around my life and think, okay, if I don't want to feel like that anymore, what needs to change? Ah, okay. So I can just, maybe if I'd just gotten up that 15 minutes earlier and washed my hair, I could have gone to bed last night and had a shower and washed my hair. That would have changed things. Maybe it's more, you know, like I was never a systems or organised person until I wanted to ditch overwhelm and the rushing and so things just started to change. I feel physically, like physically my body moves slower now. So I'm not just like this person crazy. I dropped my expectations of what I could achieve. I let myself go. You know, if things aren't done, dishes aren't put away by the time we leave the house, like what ifs? Like, you know, really, is it really going to, to matter so much? So many times I think I was rushing. Uh, I mean, having three kids in four years, it was frantic for a while there. There was there was just a lot going on, lots of kids, different needs, different stages, unable to dress themselves. I can't tell you, like a lot of my lack of, of rushing now is also because they can all get themselves dressed. They can all brush their own teeth. They can all, well, they can kind of get themselves food they are able to follow instructions now the four-year-old is still four um but you that that also just changes so uh, let your like give yourself a break for the fact that the stage of life that you're in because I know you Tammy and I know your kids are a bit younger than mine that keeping things as simple as possible not putting too much on your plate per day just having things like I would find my kids loved when I let them know exactly what was going to happen and then just stuck to it. And don't try to add any more in. Order me like order food, like get it delivered. Don't go to the supermarket. Um, it is a season, totally. It is an absolute season of your life. But there's ways that you can make it easier for yourself. I didn't do much. Uh, I didn't do much. Well, I for me, that stage of life, because I, I started this, my blog and, and Small Steps to Whole Foods was like when my youngest was about four or five months and the eldest had just turned four. So what I found was um, that everything was just kind of stripped back to bare essentials. And that's why in Back to You we talk about perfectionism because I do feel like we're struggling with unrealistic expectation and it's why we are constantly on the go. That feeling of panic that rises in us, so that feeling of like the, the physical rush that we get when our adrenaline starts to spike because we're stressed and there's things to do and we're running late and blah, 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 and someone's just pooed and now we have to go back in and now we've got to tell them that we're running late. That is all... That's all um, 
our hormones and it's all affecting our entire body. So when that stress response kicks in, everything changes in our in our physical body because we're in like we're in that fight or flight mode. So what happens is like that that is a, that's a serious state to be in. Us humans, we're built amazingly and magically to be able to run away from tigers and do all sorts of things. But what has happened is that we are we're in that low level stress all the time. So like we're living with this low level stress. Like we feel that rush. And we don't realize that that's probably one of the most unhealthy things for all of us because everything goes out of whack. When when the fight or flight is on, then then like, I mean, what's the point in needing to digest food if you're running away from lions, you know? Um, I don't feel like I'm fun- functioning if we aren't on overwhelm. I feel like I'm addicted to it and struggle to adjust to calm and enjoyment. This is real. This is real little learning adventures and everybody else. And Maren's just said, recommend Dr. Libby Weaver's, Libby Weaver's book, Rushing Woman Syndrome, to see how this all affects us physically. And I've read that book and I've heard Dr. Libby speak. And the problem is real, you guys. It's like that's another reason why I created Back to You because I kept on seeing like helping women eat better is worth nothing if they're killing themselves doing it, if they've got absolutely no time, if they're hating on themselves, if it's just something extra added to an already packed routine, there is no amount of me saying, oh, my gosh, I can help you make this simpler, this food simpler. Their body isn't even going to digest the food well if they're constantly stressed out. You know, we struggle with fertility for all sorts of reasons, and I would never claim to be an expert on this, but I remember talking to Nat Kringudis, who is the hormone revolutionist, and she would say on on lots of interviews that I've done with her that she has women come in saying, I can't get pregnant. Um, I'm just so, so stressed about it, and I'm so stressed at work, and I just want to quit my horrible job that I hate so much because it stresses me out, and I just if I can just get pregnant, then I can quit. And she's like, uh, you're not going to get pregnant when you're this stressed. Because our body just doesn't like feeling like that. It all all other systems sort of, you know, don't work optimally. And we have accepted this rushing. So we need to accept and we need to be responsible for this rushing, that this is something that we're creating in our lives and we need to be able to move through it and find ways for ourselves to stop rushing to stop just moving from one thing to the next to the next to the next to the next. And sure, as I said, Tammy, I totally get having young kids. I, like I really get it. But it's that's why it's even more important to put less on your plate when your kids are young. Don't go from one activity to the next. Don't think you have to be all things to all people. Don't bath them every night if, if you just can't be fragged. Like, you know, really take a load off. Everyone is going to be fine all the time and I know you know that um I love the stories I did to challenge it yes 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 so good sorry I'm just um Karen yes a blueprint to come back to yes that is what um back to you is and I can't wait to see you in there so looking for options to change it yes just look around 
that's what I feel through the day, very aware of it now though and wanting to take responsibility to change it and that's yours. The responsibility is yours. No one can do it for you. You guys, I also think that we outsource solutions to our lives to other people all the time when really it was there was no one else who was going to change my overwhelm story other than me. Like I couldn't like the people who come into back to you it's not like it the course itself will change their lives it's like no they choose to do that they choose to show up they choose to be committed they follow the exercises they see the results but it's 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 actually all on us and I think so many times we kind of outsource the change like if we just I know so many people did small steps to whole foods throughout those years and I believed that signing up was a really important thing, that signing up to that program meant something, and it did, but it didn't necessarily mean they were ready for change right there and then, that they were, that it was all going to kind of fall into place for them. The courses don't do that. The books, you know, all the self-help books, all that sort of stuff that we read, they don't do it. We do. We be responsible for our own life and everything changes, everything. When I realised my life wasn't happening to me, like all of this stuff wasn't, I wasn't like some passive passenger, I was creating it. Like I was creating the overwhelm. I was creating the rush. I was creating the expectations. So if I was creating it all and that was being reflected around me by the chaos that my life was, then I was responsible for changing it. I just put it back on me. I didn't wait for a solution to be, you know, given to me. I didn't wait for the kids to get older. I just, once again, I'm like, this. it has to be possible to live differently. Surely it's got to be possible for this to change. And if you've only just joined, tonight I went through all the stories that we tell ourselves about why things aren't possible for us and I asked two really cool questions that you can ask yourself to flip it on its freaking head so that you know that anything is possible for you and anyone who comes into the Small Steps Back to You program will be taken through some next level trainings that will have them feeling exactly the same by the end with a little blueprint of exactly the next steps to take to create a life that actually feels good. Uh, Why do we put up with life feeling like shit? I don't understand. I have, you know, I just, and I, I post this and I know it triggers people. I know it triggers people because of their triggered responses when I say that we have a choice. Um, uh, we always have a choice. And people like, easy for you um, or, well, you know, I'll just tell that to, to my kids. I'm like, yeah, well, like I can't even tell you the amount of times I have honestly, like I've, Nick and I have looked at each other and just gone, oh, my God, like we seriously want to run away and hide. You know those days or those, you know, end end of the weekend and you're like, can we just like tonight was a bit of a just get them into bed. Oh my god! I don't know if anyone else is feeling end of term itis at the moment, but I am totally feeling the end of term itis with my children. Woo! They're all so tired, and uh, and we. I have said to him once, well, we have a choice. 
we have a choice about our children. We could adopt them out. We could leave them at a fire, you know, and I don't want to joke about it, but it's true. We could ask someone else to raise our children. Really, when you when you actually think about it, you've got a choice. And then you're like, mm, I love them. No, no one else is going to raise them. That's our job. Come here. Give me a cuddle. <laughs> and it's true, though. Like, if you really think about it, uh, you have so much more choice than you realise. And tonight we were talking about the story that it's just not possible for you. Like, even just the thought that you have a choice in how your life is, start telling yourself that's possible because any reason that you're giving yourself as to why you can't enjoy life is a bullshit story that you're making up to keep you stuck. You know, in Back to You, we talk about fear and resistance, you know, and we talk about these things that rear up and just want us to not go forward. And we got to bust through. Once you're clear on what they are and you can see them for what they are, then they don't hold any power over you and suddenly, yeah, everything's possible. Meltdown Central at your house, Marin. Yeah, totally true. Uh, so, so bloody true. Who cares if kids aren't bathed? Who cares if kids eat an easy meal? It's okay. It's more than okay to simplify things and say no. Hallelujah. Yes. I can remember. Like, you don't, you don't even... I don't know what you think happens here with food, uh, but we pretty much eat the same things week in, week out at the moment. I have been in, like, on Friday, it's my 39th birthday, and we moved into this place exactly a year ago on my birthday. And, uh, and I have been in survival mode for a lot of that time in terms of, like, establishing a whole new, you know, the kids in a whole new area, you know, Nick's been working through his stuff. We've completely flipped the whole like man works nine till five out of the home, you know, he's gone eight till six and worked out that routine and that that rhythm. Living back with our family for so long or that we haven't been here for 10 years and so working out how to like, you know, be around people again sort of been a bit awkward you know there hasn't there's, there's there's been so many changes that we've had to make and so to say that we keep food simple is like the understatement of the century you know like chopped up raw veggies and sausages <laughs> at least one night a week but, you know, I found my good butcher at the market, so they're good sausages. Um, and, like, tonight Nick just whipped up my, um, if you've never tried my simple stir-fry, it's the best, four ingredients, best. But I was eating it like, is this my recipe? He's like, oh, changed it up a bit tonight. I, I like this version. And I was like, no, don't change what's perfect. Don't change the recipe. <laughs> Stop. Anyway, I don't know why I'm sharing that. But I just wanted to share with you, like, I keep things so simple in my life so that I can achieve the things that I want to achieve. Break dinner sometimes can be sourdough with, you know, flat egg is what the kids call it, like fried egg and some veggies next to it. Mm. Like, 
you know, we've really got to start letting go, you guys. We've got to start letting things be okay and just just riding through when things get crazy, you know, lower your standards a little bit. You're chasing the perfection, which is just an illusion and it's not even real. So I'm just going to make sure here, I was just about to get off this half an hour ago and I've just spoken for another half an hour. Jump into small steps back to you. If you want to create change in your life, we have just announced a longer part payment plan. You can just get started for $39, $39 each month for six months. What's that? Like one takeaway. Um, let me just make here. So, um, see if I've missed anything. Oops mess with what's perfect don't mess with what's perfect love your spaghetti bolognese lisa it's a great bolognese recipe you guys there's a lot of great recipes on my website leftover sausage capsicum cucumber and strawberry for the little ones tonight alicia i love it check out your profile pic oh i can't see it i can see two little girls i don't know what that's on the back of anyway it's been really fun having you here tonight Marin. Uh, we had that for dinner tonight too. Yay! Yeah. So, um, oh, uh, sorry, I've got messages coming up from everywhere. So jump on in. Um, I'll be coming in. I hope that this series of stories that keep you stuck has been helping you and that you can see now with a little bit more clarity. I know when we talk about it in the Small Steps membership, members are getting a lot more conscious of the stories that they're telling themselves that are just like, what, what am I even, what am I even saying to myself? Get hyper aware of the the stories, the things that you accept as truth about yourself. Most likely it's not true. Most likely it's holding you back. If from what you actually want to do. If you've got no idea what that is because you're so overwhelmed in your life, join Small Sets back to you and we'll sort you out. Perfectly imperfect matching T-shirts for Miss Aid and I. Oh, that's beautiful, Marin. Yeah, so, okay, I am going to head off now. Instagram is telling me I have been on for almost an hour. What the heck? I have been. You guys have been awesome. Thank you for joining me tonight. I really appreciate your company. And remember that anything is actually possible. If you're telling yourself something around why it's not, think about it. Ask yourself, is it serving me to think these thoughts? And who the frig made this true? Okay? All right. Love you guys. And I'll see you very soon. Bye for now. Bye, Instagram. For more inspiration, interviews and know-how, head to smallstepsliving.com. Small Steps Living, inspiring your best life, one small step at a time. Hey there, are you subscribed to this podcast? Make sure you subscribe and you will be reminded every time a new episode drops. See you soon.